Good morning and welcome to Sunday Mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today is the 20th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and the celebrant for this Mass is the rector of St. Patrick's Cathedral, Father Enrique Salvo. The program for this Mass can be downloaded at www.stpatrickscathedral.org slash live. As we begin this Mass, we invite you to rise and join in singing our processional hymn, number 579 in the St. Michael hymnal located in the pews. Number 579, in Christ there is no east or west. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome everyone to St. Patrick's Cathedral and everyone united with us in this Holy Mass throughout the world. We begin these sacred mysteries by recalling our sins and asking our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. 
May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who have prepared for those who love you good things which no eye can see, fill our hearts, we pray, with the warmth of your love, so that loving you in all things and above all things, we may attain your promises which surpass every human desire. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, observe what is right, do what is just, for my salvation is about to come, my justice about to be revealed. The foreigners who join themselves to the Lord, ministering to him, loving the name of the Lord, and becoming his servants, all who keep the Sabbath free from profanation and hold to my covenant, them I will bring to my holy mountain and make joyful in my house of prayer. 
their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be acceptable on my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The word of the Lord. Oh God, let all the nations praise you. God have pity on us and bless us. May he let his face shine upon us. So may your way be known upon earth, among all nations your salvation. Oh God, let all the nations praise you. May the nations be glad and exult because you rule the peoples in equity. The nations on the earth you guide. Oh God, let all the nations praise you. May the peoples praise you, O oh God, May all the peoples praise you. May God bless us, and may all the ends of the earth fear him. Oh God, let all the nations praise you. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I am speaking to you Gentiles, inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles. I glory in my ministry in order to make my race jealous and thus save some of them. For if their rejection is the reconciliation of the world. What will their acceptance be but life from the dead? For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. Just as you once disobeyed God, but have now received mercy because of their disobedience, so they have now disobeyed in order that by virtue of the mercy shown to you, they too may now receive mercy. For God delivered all to disobedience that he might have mercy upon all. The word of the Lord.
proclaimed the gospel of the kingdom and cured every disease among the people. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord and Son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. Jesus' disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did Jesus homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In today's first reading in the, from the prophet Isaiah, God, through the prophet Isaiah, says, my house will be called a house of prayer for all people. And we must remember that one of the most important things that we have in our church, in the Catholic Church, the word in itself being universal, is that it was designed by our Lord in, uh, in such a way that it was meant for the entire world, in unity of the entire world, for all of us together to call uh, God our, 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 our Lord and Jesus Christ our Lord, and the church, our, our place of spiritual home, wherever we are. And it's, it's happened, if we think about it, it's the Catholic Church, there is no religion that has much, so much diversity from all over the world. Let's just look around here in St. Patrick's Cathedral. In any given day, we have in the six million visitors that walk through these doors, we have people from all over the world, from every race, from every nation, from, from every background coming and, and, and coming to this place to, to give our love and receive love from our Lord. And it's a beautiful thing. And it's something that we must always admire and thank God for and continue to cultivate. But that being said, on our own, we as human beings are not the best at unifying. Our, 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 the Holy Spirit is the unifier, and he wants us to live in unity and in peace. And, and, and that is the way that we were intended to live. This, uh, and, and it doesn't matter if, if whatever our background is, even our, our, 
our religion, our nationality. God created us all to be brothers and sisters where he is the Heavenly Father, and we are all united as one. Some people choose on their own to, to not be united and to leave God's love in the same way the fallen angels did as well from heaven, but we were all created to be one in the sense that we are loved and we were all created by the same heavenly God and God willing all share in the destiny of being together in the heavenly homeland of heaven. But we as human beings historically and at one point it was almost like a survivor mechanism in prehistoric ages and so on, we're good at dividing. We love to categorize. We make so many different things and, and we, have, we have to fall into so many different categories for us to feel like we belong. And it can be everything from the bigger things like our nationality, our, our, our race, our gender, things that are ridiculous if we think about it when it comes to us being divisive, but here they are. And, and then it goes down and down from, from uh, people's uh, way of thinking, uh, not to mention politics, which is as divided as ever. Uh, uh, not even even kids, it's typical in, in schools in, 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 in that there's divisions between this crowd and that crowd and that crowd. We create boundaries with one another and we want to fit in and we, we do so and, and, we, and we should be very conscious of this when we do it and, and try our best to let God heal us from this. We, we feel, we make others to feel like foreigners if they come in into our space, into what we consider where we belong and they do not. But what happens always is that if we go around our lives making other people feel like foreigners and, and not welcoming them and, and feeling others feeling like they're the stranger and, and, and they may or may not be welcomed into my circle, we'll see what happens. Inevitably, and at one point, we are also going to feel like foreigners, like we are not welcomed, like we don't belong. And we all know if we've been there that it is, it is a very terrible feeling and it's scary sometimes, especially when we are in a setting in which we may not have other choice but to be in that setting and, and, and we don't feel that we are welcomed by anyone or loved or appreciated. And, and it's something that no human being deserves to have. And we definitely may, should never do that to one another. It is definitely not the plan of God. But the biggest danger is not just that. It's bad enough to make one other uh, feel like a foreigner and to feel unwelcomed. The biggest danger of that way of thinking and that way of being and, and, that, and that thing that's been so cultivated in our subconscious and so on is when we begin to feel like we are foreigners to God. When that whole thing of, of us and them, of, of I belong, you don't, you don't, he belongs, I don't, all that, when it starts to seep in into our relationship with God, then we are in trouble. And we need God to heal that from us because he's never separated himself from us, but oftentimes, perhaps even through no fault of our own, it can happen and it's happened so many times to so many of us that we may feel foreign to him. And this can happen perhaps when, when we just don't know the faith. Some people aren't blessed to have uh, had uh, uh, learned the faith as children uh, or, or to grow up in a home 
where the faith was a center. Some people don't have that blessing and, and they come to church and, and they come to try to have a relationship with God and they feel foreigners to him. Some people may, be, uh, because of one reason or another, may have felt unwelcomed by other people in the church. And, and maybe someone tried to join a parish. Maybe someone tried to develop a relationship with God, but no one cared and they feel unwelcome with God and his church. Maybe we just haven't put in the effort to have that relationship. Maybe we just don't really care enough to pray and to, and to make that a priority in our life. So when the important moments in our life come, and God is, of course, takes center stage, as he always will, inevitably, uh, we feel foreign to him because basically we never visited him. We never reached out. We never developed that relation. <clears throat> Whatever the case may be, we so many times can feel like foreigners to this God that created us to live in unity with him and with one another. <coughs> Sorry. And God wants to help us with that. God wants to unite us with that. God wants to bring us back into his, in, in, into his fold. And today, in today's gospel, we see what happens with this Canaanite woman. She was a foreigner. She was a foreigner to Jesus and the apostles. She felt like a foreigner. The apostles treated her like a foreigner. Jesus himself tested her faith. And if it wasn't already hard enough for her to come and to beg Jesus, she needed faith, she needed uh, boldness, she needed to be brave, she needed to be willing to do whatever it took for her daughter to be healed. She went to Jesus, she was willing to be humiliated, she was willing to be shunned, she was willing to be treated like, a, like an outcast, like a foreigner, as long as, as he, she at least got a word and at least she knows that she tried. And what happens? Jesus at this moment says, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. At that moment, that woman, not only was her daughter healed, not only were her prayers answered, at that woman, at that moment, that woman realized that she was never a foreigner to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ loved her, and, and, and she, was, she, she, she was his disciple, even though, even though at that moment she didn't feel like that because that was she was told to. And, 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 and Jesus Christ was impressed by her love, by her faith, and how she was willing to break any boundary to be in his presence. And that is how we must be. That is how we must be inspired, like this Canaanite woman. This Canaanite woman that even if she felt like a foreigner, she says, Jesus, I, I'm still coming, I'm still coming. When we are feeling like foreigners, what we must do is also do that. Because the good news is that it will never fail that when we do go to him, no matter how inappropriate or how scary or how off it seems, we will always be welcomed by the love of our Lord. Let's give it a try. Let's give it a try because it, he is waiting for us. He is waiting for us always. And, and, and we, would just, we just had to remember that and trust in that as the Canaanite woman did. I told you some uh, weeks ago that I would give you some personal stories. And like, I always get inspired by the little things I notice in life. And because it, it, it's like the gospel is alive in our daily life. When I was in my 20s before I joined seminary, in some friends of mine, some cousins of mine, every year at Christmas, 
they would have a, a Christmas party at an orphanage. It was called uh, El Divino Nino Orphanage in Managua, in Nicaragua, where we're from. And every year they convinced me to dress up like Santa Claus. And it was a beautiful experience to, to you know, to bring the toys and, and bring joy to the orphans and, you know, they have hard life and it was always a beautiful celebration with, with they, they brought clowns and they brought music and, and, and food and, and it was beautiful when you gave them their gift. Uh, they, the, so many times the little orphans would say, uh, please, uh, Santa, please say hi to baby Jesus for me because in the tradition over there, at least it had been, it's baby Jesus that brings all, like everything and Santa Claus works for baby Jesus, which if we think about it, it's the truth. Saint Nicholas is the saint that works for the Savior, Jesus Christ. And so it was a beautiful moment. I, I, I always was happy I, I did it. But one year, I was the most distracted Santa Claus possible because I saw something from a distance as the party was being had in this part of the orphanage under these trees in the, in the garden. At a distance, there was like a picnic table, and in, in that table were, were, the, were a couple of the uh, nurses that worked at the orphanage. There was a baby. The baby was like a year and a half old, two years. And then this couple that was, they, they seemed European. And all the, so they were talking, they were, you know, at that point I didn't think much of it at the beginning because they were just talking and everything, and I was just doing, giving out the toys and all that. But all of a sudden, I saw the strangest thing, like, what am I looking at? What am I seeing right now? All of a sudden, the, the, the couple gets up and they start to leave. And, and all of a sudden, the, the, the lady had been holding the baby the whole time. And all of a sudden, the, the, the lady gives uh, the baby back the, to, the, to the nurses that work at the orphanage. And all of a sudden, the baby starts crying as much as possible. He, he starts like yelling from the top of it, like when babies really get upset. That's how much he was crying. And the lady was crying too, and, and she would hug him again, and, and, and the baby would get relieved, but, but then, she, she, then they had to leave, and, and baby, basically they left, and the baby was kept there. And I'm like, what, what am I seeing? Obviously, these people are not putting up the baby for adoption. I mean, what, what am I seeing here? I, I, I couldn't understand uh, what was happening. So, of course, as soon as, the, as I was able to, I, I still think I was in my Santa Claus suit, and uh, when I finished the part of the, of the toy giving, I went to ask, what, was, what happened over there? And they explained to me, it's actually something very beautiful. This couple came from Paris. They were a French couple and they adopted that baby and that baby was going to be their new son and they had spent the last day or two with the baby and at, at, at the orphanage and the next morning they were going to come and pick up the baby to take him back to Paris but because of just logistics and everything, they had to go spend one more night in their hotel and the baby had to spend one more night at the orphanage. Of course, you could not explain that to the baby, but it was beautiful to me because this baby, at some level of his soul, he knew that he had found his parents. He knew that he was loved by, 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 by this couple. He, he was so moved that, that 
the tears that he was crying would have been the same as a tears of, of, of a child being being given up by by a parent or, or losing a parent or something like that. In in two days and and, and just by the the soul in, and the love in his heart that he felt, he knew that he had discovered the the parents and who were foreigners to one another just two days prior and from different cultures and different everything and they didn't know now surely they are a beautiful family uh, who, the, the, this kid must probably be in his 20s himself now and 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 his life changed forever and he and he and and realized at that moment that there was no foreignness there the love was there from that moment on in the same way it's going to happen to us when we come to Jesus Christ with trust and with confidence. We might feel that, that we don't know him. We might feel that, that he doesn't know us. We might feel that we are foreigners to him. We might feel that we are truly not adopted as children of the Heavenly Father. We might feel all that. But the second that we truly develop our relationship with Jesus Christ, we will know in our hearts, in our souls, that we are home and that his heart and our heart are linked together and that the love is, has and always will be there. And once we have that, we will never want to go back. We, we should be like that child that if we feel any distance, we cry because we need him. We were created to have that love relationship and no matter how distant we felt, it's never too late because our souls will know it, our hearts will know it. And, the, and, and more importantly than all, Jesus Christ is there with his arms open, waiting to embrace us and waiting for us to truly begin living our lives as adopted children of the Heavenly Father. God bless you. And now, as a family, let us pray our faith that we believe. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages. God from God, light from light, true God from true God begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father, he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We heard Jesus tell the woman of great faith, 
let it be done for you as you wish. With great faith, let us present our petitions to the Lord. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all clergy, religious, and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those serving in public office, that they govern with wisdom and integrity. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. For residents of Maui, Hawaii, particularly those who have lost family and friends, homes and livelihoods, and for all persons impacted by natural disasters, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Loving God, as we grow in faith in you, may we realize your call to universal love and mercy through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, hymn number 701 in the hymnal, number 701 on this day, the first of days.
sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Receive our oblation, O Lord, by which is brought about a glorious exchange, that by offering what you have given, we may merit to receive your very self, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For in you we live and move and have our being. And while in this body, we not only experience the daily effects of your care, but even now possess the pledge of life eternal. For having received the first fruits of the Spirit, through whom you raised up Jesus from the dead, we hope for an everlasting share in the Paschal mystery. And so, with all the angels, we praise you as in joyful celebration we acclaim. indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. 
therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, His Father, and our Father, the same Father. So let us pray as He taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Lamb of God, you take sins of the world, have mercy on us, Lamb of 
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Please join in singing our communion hymn, number 828 in the hymnal, What Wondrous Love. See 
We invite you to turn then to hymn number 593 in the same hymnal, number 593, Jesus, my Lord, my God, my all. Oh. 
Let us pray. Made partakers of Christ through these sacraments, we humbly implore your mercy, Lord, that conformed to his image on earth, we may merit also to be his co-heirs in heaven, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has ended. Let us go in peace. Thanks be to God. And have a beautiful Sunday, everyone. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, number 400 in the hymnal. Number 400, a hymn of glory, let us sing. Be our 